0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside Sources.
2: Inside Sources.
1: Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News, and as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest sixty minutes of radio as we attempt to slow things down for you, help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And as always, I want to hear what's on your mind. Help us elevate that conversation. You can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line five seven five zero zero. And much to get into today. There's some breaking news uh, out of Washington, D.C. today, Uh, excerpts from Bob Woodward's uh, book, which will be coming out on September 15th, uh, called Rage. And there are uh, 18 different on-the-record interviews that uh, he did with President Trump that uh, are now getting a lot of attention. So we'll watch that as we uh, move through the program today and throughout the day here on KSL. Uh, We'll continue to watch the weather and the aftermath of the uh, storms of the last couple of days and how Utahns just get things done. It's always uh, inspiring and heartening to me uh, to see how this community, this state comes together when there is a need and just get things done. It's, uh, It's a good model for the country. Uh, We always talk about the Utah model, the Utah way, and it is uh, alive and well. And it's one of those things that's important for us to recognize because so much of what we are hearing is the rage. So much of what we're hearing is about how divided we are as a country. And I will continue to say we are not that divided as a country. We really aren't. And so we've got to look at things just a little bit differently. And this is a good day to do that. Why is this a good day to do that? I'll tell you why it's a good day to do that. Uh, because it was on this day, on this day, September the ninth, 1776, that the Continental Congress renames the nation the United States of America. So again, September 9th, uh, the Continental Congress formally uh, declares that this is the name of the new nation, and uh, they replaced the term it had been referred to uh, primarily as the United Colonies. Uh, which was kind of in in general use there, was in a lot of those early documents, including in the uh, Declaration of Independence. Uh, But it was uh, this day that they said, hey, we are the United States of America. And uh, that's an important thing for us to keep in mind, that it was all the way back to September 9th, 1776, uh, that we became the United States of America. And we are united on so many things. We have our differences, to be sure. Uh, This country is always at its best when it is a country of big ideas, bold ideas, competing ideas. Uh, And we debate those and we talk about those and then we step forward uh, and move forward together. Really interesting uh, new polling coming out uh, this week from our good friend Scott Rasmussen. This is a national survey. We'll have some new state polling coming out next week. Uh, But Scott has a new national survey that shows that uh, over 31 percent of Americans now uh, view themselves as moderate. Uh, so they're kind of in that space that we call the movable middle, the center left to the center right. Uh, that's where a big chunk of the country is. 36% of voters still identify themselves as conservative. 27% say they are liberal. Uh, and so uh, we, we have some uh, really interesting overlap in terms of where we are as a country, and we just have to remember that. We are the United States, and we should be focused on the things that do unite us, uh, even in the midst of big disagreements. And obviously, the big disagreement news of today is centered on the next round of uh, stimulus spending. Uh, Democrats, uh, about a month and a half ago, uh, passed uh, in the House a $3 trillion spending package. Uh, Never saw the light of day in the Senate. The Senate is now back in session as well. And they are putting forward what many call the skinny bill, uh, a a bill that is about a trillion in spending and takes out a lot of the uh, extra stuff that got thrown into the House version of that bill. And sadly, uh, this is where our politicians, not our country. Remember, this is our politicians saying we're divided, not the country saying we're divided. So Nancy Pelosi uh, fired a shot. And said, "No, this is uh, not just a skinny bill; it's a fraudulent bill."
0: Well, they, what the Senator McConnell put forth is as fraudulent. It is, as as uh, Leader Schumer said, emaciated. It's not. A, they call it a skinny bill, and he calls it an emaciated bill. And I join him in that. It's only a check the box so that some of his endangered Republican senators can go home and say, well, see, I tried. But it isn't trying. It's not even an attempt to do the right thing. All
1: right. So that's uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, saying it's not a skinny bill. It's an emaciated bill, uh, chiming in with the uh, minority leader in the Senate, uh, Chuck Schumer. Uh, and and here's, here's an interesting thing that we need to think through. Uh, the... A lot of these terms, skinny bill, comprehensive bill, uh, a lot of those are, are very problematic because often what it means is if you, if you have a skinny bill, then you're actually doing the job you're supposed to do, which is one subject at a time, focused on things that are germane or directly related only to that particular bill. Remember, in the last round of funding, uh, there were things for Jamaican rum subsidies. There were things to help repair Talladega Speedway uh, and so we get all of these things that get tossed in. And so if that's what a skinny bill is, then I'm, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with skinny. Most days I'm not other than skinny pop popcorn, which is always good. Uh, but this is the where the battle lines get drawn. And we say, oh, well, you're either for everything or you're for nothing. And uh, you don't care about the American people. Mitch McConnell was quick to fire back uh, at the uh, House Republicans and the uh, excuse me, the House Democrats uh, and the Senate Democrats uh, in their criticism of the proposal.
2: The Democratic leaders have spent months playing these Goldilocks games. They've complained about every single thing we've put forward, but they've produced nothing of their own with any chance whatsoever of becoming law.
1: Okay, so that's uh, Leader McConnell. Uh, And then uh, he went one step further. And, you know, there's a, a lot of times that I completely disagree with the way Mitch McConnell runs the United States Senate. Uh, I don't think he has done a good job being a steward over the Senate. Uh, and he's probably done slightly worse than his predecessor, uh, Harry Reid, from Nevada. Uh, I don't think the Senate has been run properly for uh, decades now. And and we're reaping the whirlwind on, on how the Senate has been run and what the Senate has allowed itself to become. Uh, but I do agree with Senator McConnell on this comment about what is in the bill, what isn't and how we need to do the work of the American people.
2: Now, here's what our bill is not. It's not a sweeping, multi-trillion-dollar plan to rebuild the entire country in Republicans' image. It does not even contain every single relief policy that Republicans ourselves think would help in the short term. I'm confident the Democrats would feel the same way. But the American people don't need us to keep arguing over what might be perfect. They need us to actually make a law.
1: So we need to get past, you know, what is the perfect bill? And let's get something into law that can actually provide some relief and some help to the American people. Let's remember who the job is for and what the job is to be done. Uh, And so that, to me, is the real challenge. And going back to where we started today, uh, again, On this date, in 1776, we became the United States of America, uh, and we need to remember that. Uh, There are so many who have become so fatigued uh, out there. There's a lot of folks that are just weary. I've been talking to a, a lot of different people in the media across the country today, and so many of them are just tired. There's a lot of weary folks out there, and we're especially tired of having those that we vote for and elect to hold high office, uh, not leading, and just screaming at the divide and convincing us that we're too divided to deal with a simple spending bill. We're too divided to get a budget. We're too divided to deal and fix immigration or health care. We're not. Our leaders are divided. Our political parties are divided. But the American people are not. But that fatigue is a worry to me. Uh, because that fatigue leads to a weariness that leads to a host of issues that we're seeing in our communities, from anxiety and depression to suicide uh, and a host of other ramifications that are just driving through our society and through our communities, through our homes and neighborhoods. And that's what we got to fix. And sadly, we're not going to get that fixed out of Washington, D.C. or even the state capitol. That's going to require a lot of us to do the hard work, the heavy lifting, to have the uncomfortable conversations with people that we love and care about in our community. And that's what we're going to talk about next. When we come back, we're going to be joined by my good friend, Counselor Jenny Howe, talking to our kids about mental health, Uh, Suicide Prevention Month. So much more to come here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley.